like one little voice. <laughs> one day we'll get to the point where y'all all are like, good morning, Sarah. But that doesn't have to be today. It's fine. Um, I hope you all are doing well. We are glad to see your faces this morning. Me and Matt basically just wait in our office all week for y'all to come back. So we are glad that you are here. I hope everything is going well in life right now. Um, if you were with us last week, you know that we are in a series called Highlighters and Earplugs, right? Which is probably the weirdest series title we have ever titled before. But it actually really encapsulates sometimes the way that we view God and the way that we view his word. So the highlighters portion of this is there's things in the Bible or what God says that we are like highlighting the heck out of, right? We see it and we're like, yes, I resonate with that. Like, yes, this is good. I want to highlight this. I want to remember it. But then on the other hand, there's things that we read or things that we hear that God commands us to do that we just want to put our fingers in our ears, right? And just say, la, 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 I can't hear you. Those are the things that we just want to ignore, that we would rather just reject and pretend like God doesn't say. And so we're going through both of those and looking at um, the ways that we're called to live our life, right? We're called to reflect who God is in our life, and sometimes that requires us to do things that we would rather not do. Speaking of things that we would rather not do, today I'm talking about forgiveness, which I must admit is a heavy topic, a hard one. I think forgiveness is something that's not easy. We know that God calls us to forgive, but we also carry around a lot of pain and a lot of hurt from either people that we know, people that we love, maybe people we don't know. All of us are carrying something that probably is really hard to forgive, and so we're going to talk about that um, today. This topic kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit because I know that I'm not super great at it, but um, I learned a lot in preparing this teaching. So um, when I was thinking back about a time that it was hard to forgive somebody. Um, I actually thought back to a kind of a recent occurrence that lasted for a long time. Um, a couple years ago, I lived with two other roommates, and the weird part of it was that I knew both of these two girls from different seasons of life. So one of them I knew from college, um, so we went way back, and then one I knew from a camp that I worked at in Texas. So we all knew each other, but it was different seasons of life. And so somehow in a weird set of circumstances, we all happened to work together in Knoxville. And so we lived together, which I thought was super awesome at first because I was like, these are like friends in different places. And now we're all getting to live together. Um, and it was awesome. But if you've ever been in a friendship with three people, sometimes it gets kind of weird because there's always somebody who kind of gets left out or feels like they're not a part of that, like, exclusive group, you know? And so that sort of started to happen where they just became fast friends, and I was like, this is great, but it was, like, slowly not becoming great. And so they started to hang out with each other and kind of leave me out. Like, it happened slowly, but slowly I was like, oh, no, I'm, like, the third person, you know what I mean? So, like, they would start doing things without me. They would, like, post on Instagram about how they were each other's best friends. Like, it was very obvious. And over time, I got really hurt because these are two friends that I was friends with separately, but now they're, like, best friends with each other. And I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> um, and so over time, I just realized that I had let, like, bitterness sink into my heart and anger and just, like, frustration that I just held on to without really voicing it and certainly not forgiving them. Um, but just held on to it for a really long time. And I realized that I didn't want to forgive them. I wanted them to come to me first 
and ask for forgiveness for the ways that they had hurt me. So I was waiting for them to do that, but that just wasn't going to happen. And so I was holding on to this unforgiveness um, and realized that I was hurting myself more in the process. I was carrying this heavy weight of refusing to forgive them, of being resentful and bitter for the ways that they had hurt me. Um, And that unforgiveness, in a way, was me trying to put them through the same pain that they had caused me. And so I realized that I was really angry. Like, even after we weren't living together anymore, I was really frustrated and upset and angry and, like, just carrying that, like, right here. Um, And so that was something that I had to go to God and be like, I don't know how to forgive in this situation because I'm really hurt, and I've been hurt over and over and over again, and I don't know how to forgive. And so I think that's sort of where this journey started for me. Um, But I hope that I'm not the only one in the room who has a hard time forgiving. So here's what I want you to do. Um, I want you to hold up a finger of the number that best represents you. So one being, it's really easy for me to forgive, Sarah. Actually, like, I extend a lot of grace. You're in that person. That's great. (laughs) Or five, it's really hard for me to forgive. I find myself becoming bitter or resentful. Or two, three, or four could be somewhere in the middle. So hold up your finger for me of where you think you land in this spectrum. Okay, I see some like threes, ones, twos. I would categorize myself as like a four and a half probably, maybe a five. (laughs) Depends on the day, you know. So hopefully um, just assessing yourself. It depends on the situation, right? Sometimes it's really easy to forgive. Sometimes there's things that happen to us that are deep and hurtful and wound us, and it's hard to forgive. So when we think about this idea of forgiveness, um, we love to be forgiven, right? When God talks about how he forgives us over and over again, we love that. We love when people forgive us. But extending that to other people and forgiving others may be something that we tend to ignore, Um, So I'm going to read, if you thought that we were done with Colossians, we're not. We're going to pick up in Colossians again today. Um, I'll read this for y'all. It's short, so you can just follow along with me. But we are in Colossians 3.13. Colossians obviously has a lot to teach us this semester, but 3.13 says this. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. So there is a part of this verse that we want to highlight, right? The part that says, remember, the Lord forgave you, right? We want to highlight the crap out of that. (laughs) We want to just remember, like, the Lord forgives us. Like, he doesn't hold anything against me. And that is abundantly true, right? But there's also a part of this verse that we just choose to be like, "Mm, I'll think about that when it's easy. I'll forgive when it's just a small offense, but I don't have to forgive every time, right? So the part of the verse that says, make allowance for each other's faults, forgive anyone who offends you, you must forgive others. That part is the part that sometimes we choose to just put our fingers in our ear, right? That's the hard part. But as we're called to walk out who Jesus is, to emulate him, to walk in um, reflection of him, we have to embrace that whole verse. And I'm going to talk about how we do that because it's not easy Um, But that make allowance part, I was like, what does that mean? I don't really know, like maybe make space for or like an allowance like your parents gave you when you were six. That was like the best. (laughs) If only we could get allowance now, right? That'd be awesome. Um, But that's not really what that verse means. That verse actually means to bear with or to suffer with or to endure. So endure each other's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. Um, And if I'm being honest, 
There's times where I'm hurt so deeply that I don't want to endure that pain. I don't want to bear with it. I don't want to carry it for somebody else. Um, that's extremely difficult. But we're going to talk about how Jesus sees forgiveness today. And the message is very simple. When we look at Jesus's life, we can find the answer to anything that we're looking for. If the questions in your head are like, what do I do in this situation? I don't know how I'm supposed to respond or to react. We can always find an answer in God's word by just looking at who he is. Um, so I want to give you a metaphorical situation of just a picture of what forgiveness in God's eyes actually looks like. So all metaphorical. But let's say you ask your friend to lunch, right? You're like, let's go to Chick-fil-A. I don't know. You get to Chick-fil-A and you're waiting in the counter and you're going to get a number one no pickles or tomatoes because that's the best order there is. And your friend, like, leans over to you, and they're like, hey, I forgot my wallet. Can you pay for me? I'll pay you back later. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, thinking, you have such a good friend. Wow. Like, yes, I'll pay for you. No big deal. You can pay me back later, right? So you pay for them. You get your Chick-fil-A, whatever. A few weeks go on. Your friend asks you to lunch again, right? And you're thinking in your head, like, oh, they're probably going to pay for me this time because of what happened last time. And you get to Chick-fil-A again. And you go up to the counter to order. And you get up there, and you're right about to order. And your friend's like, hey, I forgot my wallet again. Can you just pay for me? I'll pay you back. I promise. Okay, this is the point in the story when, truthfully, I would be getting annoyed. Because that's a really great friend, right? But, like, money doesn't grow on trees. Like, you got to, come on, like, help me out. We're friends. Like, there's got to be some give and take, right? But let's say the story keeps going on. This happens, like, five more times would you where would your level of annoyance be mine would be up here i wouldn't want to go to lunch anymore because i know this is going to happen every single time but take a metaphorical situation view it through god's lens of forgiveness god's lens is saying hey don't forget about or don't i just lost the word wow <laughs> brain fart y'all sorry hey don't um Oh my gosh, hold on. I'm going to think of another word. Okay, don't worry. Worry is the word I was looking for. Don't worry about all the Chick-fil-A's that I bought you. Just forget about it. I love you. It's okay. I've got this one. That's looking at that situation through the lens of forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is saying, you no longer have to make up for what you did for me. I will cover that cost. And so take the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and replace it with the times that your friends like really stabbed you in the back or the times that maybe like my situation, my friends continue to leave me out over and over again, even though they knew that it was hurting me every single time or a time that a family member wounded you, whatever it is, replace said chicken sandwiches with what it is that you're holding on to and what it is that you struggle to forgive. Forgiveness is saying you no longer have to make up for those things. I'm going to cover that cost for you. Um, if I'm being honest, that sounds impossible. It sounds, even in the Chick-fil-A concept, like, I don't want to do that. But I sure as heck don't want to ask for forgiveness or ask, don't want to forgive those people who hurt me every single time, you know. That is hard. But in order to know how to respond in forgiveness, we have to know the heart of Jesus. That's what we have to come back to. And we have to come back to his desire for forgiveness. So I have two verses. Um, the entire Bible, you can find a million verses 
about who God is, what he did for us, but these two verses for me encapsulate it pretty well. One of them is Hebrews 8.12. It says, I will forgive their wickedness. I will never again remember their sins. And then Romans 8.1-2 says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So that's about us, right? It's about us, and it's about all of humanity. That's God saying, hey, I saw before you were even born, I saw every sin that you were going to commit against me. I saw every way that you were going to betray me, that you were going to stab me in the back. I saw all those, all those things that I chose regardless, but I'm going to forgive you for all of that because I love you, and I want to call you my child. That, to me, sounds ridiculous, um, but that is true of us. But we truly have to grasp what um, the depths of that forgiveness is in order for us to even think about forgiving other people. Um, I think it's important to note here just some of what forgiveness is and what it isn't, because sometimes in our minds, I think it can get a little blurry, especially when it's dealing with friends or people that you're around all the time. Um, Sometimes we don't know, do I reconcile with this person? How do I, like, what does true forgiveness look like and what does it not look like? And so let's start with what forgiveness isn't. So biblical forgiveness, when we're thinking about how God calls us to respond when we're hurt, right? Forgiveness isn't pushing her under the rug, right? It's not pretending like it didn't happen, just shoving it under the rug and saying, I'll be fine. I don't need to worry about it. I follow Jesus. Just forget about it. That's not true forgiveness. Um, it's not living in denial. It's not saying, you know what? It's fine. Like, that didn't really hurt me. I'm just making a big deal out of it. It's fine. Um, and it's not necessarily full reconciliation. So forgiveness isn't always okay, great, we're going to be best friends again, or okay, great, I'm going to spend a lot of time with you now. Sometimes that reconciliation can't happen until both people are willing to walk towards that restoration. But sometimes that takes a lot of time. Um, That situation with my friends, that was like a year ago, but I wouldn't say that we're like fully reconciled. We're still working on it, and that takes time. So forgiveness isn't these things necessarily. What forgiveness is, is an active voluntary choice to carry the weight of someone else's sin. So an active voluntary choice to carry the weight of someone else's sin. So because Jesus set things right, he restored our hearts when he forgave us, right? That's what he did. He put everything back into perfect order. Because he set things right and restores our hearts when he forgave us, we're called to do the same thing to people who hurt us. Um... And that choice, the active voluntary choice to choose to carry someone else's sin, we can't do that unless we fully trust and we fully embrace that God has carried us and that he can carry the weight of the pain that whatever that situation is causing us. Um, So that's the little caveat down there. Yes, forgiveness is saying, hey, Chloe, I know that you hurt me and I'm going to acknowledge that you hurt me, but I'm going to choose to carry that and to just... Um, embrace it knowing that God has carried the weight of all of our sin already, right? He's already called me forgiven. He's already called you forgiven. So that's the only reason that I have the strength to forgive you. Um, And so I just want to make that abundantly clear that we cannot forgive with our own strength. Um, The only way that we can step into that is fully 
grasping and taking hold of and understanding the depth of God's forgiveness. Um, God loved us at our darkest, right? He saw the weight of our sin. He saw how we would betray him. He knew, right? None of that was a surprise to him. He fully knew, but he wanted us to live um, forgiven. There's a story in the Bible where Peter, (laughs) I kind of feel like Peter was like kind of a suck up, to be honest. Like he went to Jesus and he was like, hey, Jesus, how many times should I forgive somebody if they've hurt me? Like seven times, which probably he was like, oh, that's a lot of times to forgive someone, especially if it's repeatedly. Um, But Jesus responds to him. He's like, no, Peter, seven times 70. And that's a big number. That's like 490, I believe. But I don't even think that that's what God, what Jesus is saying. I think he's saying, hey, forgive them infinite amount of times because that's what I did for you. So every time, consistently, over and over again, forgive. That's Jesus' heart for us, and that's the heart that we should extend to other people. Um, Our sin has already been paid for. As well as the person who has hurt you, their sin has already been paid for. The reality of it is, is that we're not making the decision whether or not those people are worthy of grace and forgiveness. God has already said that they are. And so our posture should be, God has forgiven me. He has extended forgiveness to me over and over again. And so I'm going to do the same to whoever it is over and over again, even though it costs me something. So I'm going to wrap things up pretty quick here. But I believe that when we're walking in forgiveness, that we are living in the most peace and the most freedom possible. The reality of it is, is that when we're refusing to forgive someone or just walking in resentment, that we end up suffering more, right? You know that heavy feeling on your shoulders and the anger in your heart that you carry around every day. Um, That's all because we're carrying unforgiveness, right? So forgiveness offers us the most peace and the most freedom. And I want that for y'all just as much as I want it for myself. Because that feeling is not comfortable when we are choosing to remain angry at someone. Um, So as I just wrap up, I just want to walk you through um, kind of like a prayer. I'm going to ask the band to come up. They're going to play in the background. But I want you to close your eyes, if you could. And I want you to hold out your hands like this, if you're holding something. I know this may feel a little bit weird, but everyone's closing their eyes, so no one will see you. It's great. So hold out your hands like this. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to just picture putting in your hands whatever it is that you're holding on to, whatever anger, whatever um, resentment, whatever unforgiveness that you've just refused to hand over to Jesus. I want you to just put that in your hands. Um, You guys know what it is. We all carry something. There's somebody who has hurt us, somebody who has wronged us, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally. You know what that thing is. Now, I want you to take in your hands and pretend like you're just taking that thing and just putting it at the feet of Jesus and leaving it there. Um, When we offer something to Jesus, it's our way of saying, Jesus, I feel hurt. I feel betrayed. I feel um, like I didn't deserve whatever this is, but I trust that giving this over to you allows you to carry it, Lord. You can carry the weight of their sin. You can carry the weight of my sin. And it's not my job to judge whether or not this person deserves my forgiveness or not. So I just want you to put that at the feet of Jesus and leave it there. Don't come back. It's done with, right? God called us forgiven. He called our sin forever invisible to him. And so 
it should be the same way with other people. Um, I'm going to give y'all some time just to pray a little bit. There's like a prayer prompt on the screen if you don't know what to pray. Um, But y'all just talk to Jesus. He knows. He feels it. He understands the weight of the hurt that you're carrying. He knows what it's like to be betrayed. He was betrayed by us. So he knows. Um, But just talk to him today. If you don't know what to say, follow the prayer on the screen and Bailey's going to close us out.